Recording started. Recording started. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a, a very special edition of the Top Rope Report here on Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor. This is our Crown Jewel Prediction Show, and joining me this evening, as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nugster Greg. What's up, guys? And along with Greg is the infamous T Black, the Little Nugster, and Mr. Twenty Four Seven DJ. Guys, welcome to the Prediction Show. What's up, Trev? What is that up? So, Joe, is that your Rocky Mountain beard there? Kind of, yeah. I'm rocking, <laughs> I'm rocking a, a little beard now. Yeah, I guess I'm so. It. I'm liking it. There you go. I'm starting to like it, too. But just just remember one thing. The hairs in the beard show gray before anywhere else. Yeah, they really oh, do. Oh, I already, I already <laughs> have gray on the side, so I'm good. I'm good there. <laughs> Dude, if I didn't feel old, I do now. My kids got gray hair. Before we get on to the prediction show, I believe Greg has a little something to say to us. Yeah. um, I mean, it's no surprise um, that I haven't had the, let's say, best of luck over the last, I mean, couple years, but mainly in the last year and a half. Um, I mean, it, it just in us alone, I had a pretty sizable lead um, last year, and you know, kind of almost threw it all away. And I'm, I'm, I'm shit in the bed this year at predictions. Um, I've just had no luck um, with the things with my leg and everything here. But I officially found out today at four seventeen. I actually signed my papers. For my rental assistance, and now it's just on to looking for a place to live. So, I guess I wanted to, uh, before I I posted anything on Facebook or anything, I mean, I called my mom, let my brother and sister know. Um, I did call Trevor earlier as well, but I wanted to share it with you guys before I shared it with anybody else. So, uh uh-oh. Awesome, man. I think I lost, we lost Joe. There he is. He's back. I'm here. All right. Just to let you know, my, my internet, my new internet is kind of crappy. Yeah. Uh, it, might, it might be doing that. Yeah. So, with that being said, my luck is changing. I will now dominate the prediction shows from here on out. <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> All right. That, that's awesome, yeah. Before we get going on the show, guys, uh, what what matches do you think you'd like to really? Uh, why don't we do that after the predi- Why don't we do that after the predictions? All right. In no a wrap up, talk about the pay per view and everything. That's normally what we do. All right. All right. So DJ, you won the last one. So who's gonna go first? Um, I'm thinking about picking myself. To be honest. All right. So I, I think I'm going to go Nate. All right. Give me one second to mark down my sheet. And I'm okay. Go ahead. What was that? You conceded, Fred. Wow. That wasn't nice. That's me. All right, then, as always, we are starting off with the pre-show match, which is unusual because usually when we do our prediction shows, we don't know of a pre-show match at that point. So it is the Usos, Jimmy and Jay versus the Hurt Business, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. DJ, lead us off. All right, um, I'm going to go with the Usos winning um, pretty much. Same thing I'd say the last couple times. I mean, they're they're with Roman, and I just can't see any of them really taking losses right now. So we'll go the Usos by pin, and we will go Jay pins Cedric. All right, T Black. 
gonna go with DJ, but I'm gonna pick Jimmy Pitting Cedric. Trivia. Well, if T Black had gone with DJ's pick, then T Black and I wouldn't agree on the same pick. So I got Jimmy Uso hitting Cedric Alexander. Okay. And I, I agree there's... There's no way that they're going to have the Usos lose to the Hurt Business. Um, so I am going with the Usos. I will go Jay pinning Shelton. And Little Mug. I got the Usos winning with Jimmy pinning Cedric. All right, on to the, the hell was that? <laughs> so, what? I don't know, I heard a noise. Um, yeah, I was clearing my throat. Oh, okay, I wasn't looking, and now he's popping a can of beer. What are you doing, kid? No, it's not beer. All right, so on to the next match we're going to talk about, and it is the main event of the show. Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. Tony Black, you get to go first. I'm I'm gonna take a risk here and go with Mansoor. Pin some. He's not gonna lose. He's not gonna lose in his home. All right. Home country. Okay. Pin submission count out DQ. Pin, 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 pin. All right, Mr. Trivia. I got Monster pinning Ali. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any way that Monster is going to lose in his home country. I don't know of any. Submission he may have, so I'm going to agree so far. Mansoor by pin. Little Nug. Uh, I'm going to go different and do Mansoor by DQ. All right. And Mr. 24-7. Um, Mansoor by pin. Two, two sweeps so far. Well, see, I don't consider it a sweep unless they're all exact. But I say tomato, you say tomato. I say six, you say half dozen. Well, it's true. I mean, it's just the way I look at it. It's my opinion. It's not right. It's not wrong. Right. You know? Um, on to the next match. We're going to start talking about some crowns. And we're going to go ladies first for the first ever. Oh, God. Uh, Queen's Crown recipient. It's either Zelina Vega. And because it's the finals, I'll go by her Dewdrop name, not Douchedrop like I normally do. So, Dewdrop. Triv, I know you're biting your nails. Waiting to go first on this one, but go for it. Well, like I mentioned to DJ, I said, I really think they're trying, and they're going to try and give Zelina Vega a singles push. Or else, why would they ever go this far in uh, uh, the Queens tournament? So I'm going to go Zelina Vega... uh, Well, she, she, Dewdrop is too fat for her to pin her, so I'm going to go Selena Vega wins by count out. Oh, okay. 
You can have a count out in the match. No, you can, but Liv Morgan pinned Nia Jack, so I don't know how you would say Selena Vega's not big enough to pin Dewdrop. Um I'm next. Um I I I told Mike that I thought the way they booked this entire Queen's Crown tournament is pathetic. It's like a joke to the women's division. This is absolutely embarrassing um, that you're putting Zelina Vega and Dewdrop to go down in the history of WWE as the first ever Queen's Crown winner. Um, so we all lose, regardless. Um, and I, I'm taking the opposite way of Triv. Why would they push Dewdrop this far to not have her win? If it wasn't going to be Shayna Baszler, why not be Dewdrop? Just with, I don't know, I just, she's just too big for Zelina Vega to do anything. Um... I mean, maybe she'd be able to put her in the figure two because her legs are too small to do the figure eight. I don't know. Um, so I'm going do drop by pin. Little mug. Uh, I kind of see. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I wrote do drop. I kinda... <laughs> Go ahead. I kind of see something happening where Dewdrop would get distracted somehow. But the only question is by who? And I think with that distraction, that will cause Zelina Vega to win that pinfall. Okay. Alright. Mr. 24-7. According to so basically, I agree with with Nug here. I, I feel like if they made her Shayna Baszler, you know, in the ring, boom, how can she lose to Zelina Vega? Now it's WWE, and they would do some stuff like that. Yeah. But I got to stick with it. So I'm gonna go do drop wins by pin. And I know you're anxiously waiting, Tony, but you are the tiebreaker on this. Who's winning this match? Well, this person beat Shayna Baszler, so I'm going with Dewdrop with a pin. All right. On to the next crown match, and this is for the King of the Ring. It is the Prince. Finch Balor and Xavier Woods. Um, I get to go first on this one. And I'm going to be honest, this is the toughest match for me to pick on this entire card. Um, I agree. Because I could see it going either way. I can see the prince turning to a king. But the way they've been hyping Xavier Woods, and he was the one that was you know, talking about wanting, you know, the King of the Ring back and, and everything. I just, I find it hard for them not to give it Xavier Woods. Um, and one thing I, I just got to remember in the back of my head, they're not in Sacramento. They're not in Houston. They're in Saudi Arabia. Are they going to pay for somebody to travel all the way to Saudi Arabia just to interfere in the match? I, I don't know. I, that's, I, I don't know. Um, so I'm going to go Xavier Woods by pin. All right, Little Nug. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I do listen to the New Day podcast. And uh, Xavier Woods has definitely stated that his dream is to become the king of the ring. And uh, I guarantee he was looking forward to being involved in this tournament when they announced it. Um, so I'm going to go with Woods by pinfall. <clears throat> Mr. 24-7. <clears throat> This was uh, 
one of the ones that I haven't touched also. Because um, I feel like Xavier Woods not only needs this, but with the whole thing you guys just said, oh, it makes sense. But how Finn Balor was just in the, you know, the universal pitcher, title pitcher and all that, and he's freaking Finn Balor. So it's hard to go against him. Um, I feel like also they did, they had uh, Kofi's big moment, they had Piggy's big moment. Can't see Xavier ever winning the world title, so maybe this is his big moment. So I'm going to roll with it. Xavier Wood by Penn. Tony Black. I'm going with the rest of the crowd. Xavier by Penn. And Mr. Trivia. In this match here, this is where my unadvertised surprise comes in. So, if you want to write it down, Greg, when I give you my prediction, you can. Um, I'm picking Finn Balor by pin. And what's going to happen in the match is I believe Kofi Kingston is going to turn on Xavier Woods. Costing Xavier Woods his dream of becoming King of the Ring, causing Finn Balor to pin him. So I got Balor by pin. All right. All right. Uh, to... you get that right, you walk, you're riding in the trunk tour Saturday. All right, on to the next match, and it is the no-holds-barred match between Goldberg and Bobby Lashley. Um, Little Nug, you're up first. I have no idea. I'm just going to say gold built by 10. Screw it. <laughs> All right. Mr. 24-7. Um, so, the reason why this one's a little tough is because it's Goldberg, and they always have him come back, and not every time, but come back and just win out of nowhere, and it's just crazy. Uh being he got his son involved and all that it's like man but I just I don't want him to win so I think I'm going to go Bobby Lashley um I don't know if he I don't know if he can submit has Goldberg ever submitted not that I know of I know I time he submitted um I'll just I'll take it by 10 I guess Lastly, we'll win by pen. All right. Okay. And Tony Black. I'm going to endure and uh, go along with Mr. 24-7. Lastly, by pen. Okay. And Mr. Trivia. Well, there's no... In this match here, there's... There's no title on the line. Lashley's, Lashley's not defending the title. Goldberg's not going for a title. He really doesn't have, neither one of them really have anything to, to go for except beating the hell out of each other and uh, grabbing a brutal victory in a no-holds-barred match. But with that being said, as Big Daddy would say, I'll say that to say this. Um, I'm going to go... Goldberg pin. Now you're going to hear me again. Boy, Mrs. 24-7 is awful quiet. We haven't heard anything from her yet. All right. Um, I, I'll, I'll play out the same scenario to you guys that I played out the trip. Um, and it makes much more, even much more sense now that they added the pre-show match they added. Added. With this being a no-holds-barred match, 
the Hurt Business will get involved. So, I mean, I see the beatdown of beatdowns being attempted with Goldberg eventually overcoming all three of the Hurt Business and winning by pin. And then at a later date on Monday Night Raw, so this wouldn't be a spoiler for this, Bobby Lashley and maybe even MVP limping down will once again admonish Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin for not being able to do their job and causing Lashley to lose. Who's playing the horn? That's my kid. Well, tell him to stop because it's... it's ruining the it's ruining the recording. All right, let's just go on to the next match. Get this over with. Goldberg by pin. All right. So the next match we're gonna do is the Hell in a Cell match between Edge and Rollins. Mister Twenty Four Seven, you're first. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Edge here. Go by pin. By pin? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Trumpet Man. I think you wanted to go shove that trumpet up the kid's ass. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll come back to him then. Nope, he's back. Tony Black. Oh. The Hell in a Cell match, Edge vs. Rollins. Who you got? Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I'm going to go with a long shot here. I'm going to go with Seth with with the uh, pen. All right, Um, Mr. 24, I'm sorry, Mr. Trivia. Uh... This is going to be a brutal match. This could possibly be one of the soul stealers of the night on this pay-per-view. Now, I am going to go, I mean, what these guys are going to do to each other is going to be crazy. I'm going to go edge with Penn. Um, yeah, I mean, this is one of those matches that it, it it it's a toss up, really. Um, should be hard to pick, but to me, it's it's realistically easy. I I don't see this. I mean, I see it ending here, and I I don't see Edge losing. I I just don't. Um, so I'm also going Edge by pinfall. All right, on to the next match, which is for the Raw Tag Team Championships, as it's RK-Bro, Randy Orton, and Riddle versus AJ Styles and Omos. Tony Black. Little Nug on that last one. Oh, shit, I wrote my answer in his. Sorry, Little Nug. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Anyway... It's all right because my pick is the same as your edge by pin. Okay. <laughs> See, I was doing that father son, you know, Padawan, you know, Jedi shit there. I knew yeah. that's what he was going to pick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tony Black. Oh. I, I'm going to. Oh, my gosh. Omar's pinning um, Riddle. Wow. All right. Mr. Trivia. You're going to have the same outcome you've always had when these guys went against each other. RK Bro is going to win. Orton's going to pin AJ. Like a RKO. All right. Yeah, I mean, the only reason why I'm thinking that it won't be Orton and Riddle is because the Street Profits 
went to Monday Night Raw, and I don't necessarily think they're going to get a feud between the Street Profits and Orton and Riddle, but then I just looked at the way Montez Ford was on Monday, and just with the cockiness, I could see a heel turn in the Street, street Profits' future, so I talked myself out of my original one, and I'm going... Um, I'm not going to go ballsy like I did before and say both Orton and Riddle pin Omos. Um, but I think a statement's going to be made. And I'm going to go off the cliff and say Orton pins Omos. Little Nug. That's exactly what I put down. Orton pins Omos. Yeah, because somewhere along the line, they're going to have to prove that this guy is not immortal. Right. And Mr. 24-7. I'm definitely going off K-Bro winning. I pin. And if I'm not mistaken, the other night, never raw on Monday, uh, I think AJ was all in, in, in Randy's face. He was on the ground, and he pulled, like, the whole Stone Cold thing out where he got down on all four of So... I'm going to go with Orton is going to pin AJ. All right. On to the next match, which is for the WWE Championship as Big E defends his title against Drew McIntyre. Triv? This is the one that I think is going to be the toughest one for me to pick. Uh... I was thinking today that maybe Biggie is going to win this and retain his title because AJ because um, Drew McIntyre is going to SmackDown and I'm sure he'll start a feud with Roman Reigns, providing Roman wins. So, but I mean, it, it could go either way. But I'm going to go Biggie. I can. Um, I I mean, I don't think there's any way they're going to put both titles on one show. Um, so the only way I would think Drew McIntyre would win this match is if the free agent, Brock Lesnar, beat Roman Reigns. So it's kind of like I wish I can tie those two together and say, hey, you know, if Big E wins, then Roman wins. But if Drew wins, then I go with Brock Lesnar. But we don't do picks like that. So I'm going to go with the most logical Big E via pin. Little Nug. I also went with Big E by pin as well because I don't see Drew bringing the Raw title to SmackDown. Well, it, it's not a Raw title. It's the WWE Championship. Right now, it just happens oh, to be okay. being defended on Raw. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah, that's the only belt that's not colored. It's a black okay. belt. Okay. Does that change your pick at all? No. Good, because I write in permanent, permanent marker. Um, <laughs> Mr. 24-7. Um, yeah, I think because of that reason right there, I mean, you can't see it happening. So, yeah, Biggie by Ben. And Tony Black. Biggie, Ben. All right. On to, if you want to call it the women's main event, it is a triple threat match. For the SmackDown Women's title. With Becky Lynch defending her title against Belanca and Sasha Banks. Um, I get to go first with this one. And I, I had really hoped that something really drastically happened on Monday. Um, or even last week or even a week before that put Charlotte Flair in this, and it was 
you know, a fatal four-way for both women's titles. Um, the two matches that these four ladies, well, that the three ladies were involved in on Friday and Monday were the best women's matches WWE has had so far this year, in my opinion. So I'm expecting huge things out of these three. Um, with Charlotte not being in the match and with Bianca not winning the title on Monday, I I think that eliminates Bianca from winning this wholeheartedly. There's a possibility that Sasha wins because she's staying on SmackDown, but I'm going with uh, Big Time Bex. Bye. Um, yeah, I'm going to say pin over Sasha. Oops, damn it, I keep writing things in the wrong damn spot. All right, little nug. Uh, I'm going with Becky as well, and I'm going to say... She submits Sasha. Okay, Mr. 24-7. Um, definitely going Becky Lynch, big time back, so let's go. And I'm going to say, I guess, I'm going to say they're going to hand, they're going to hand Bianca a loss on her way out. So we'll go, we're going to go submission, Becky sub Bianca. Wow, that would be something. Uh, Tony Black. I'm going to go different from all you boys. I'm going Sasha submitting Bianca Belair. Okay. And Triv. Um, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch to win this match because her and Bianca are now both going to be on the same show. And what better way to continue a feud between Bianca and Becky is to keep them on the same show. So I'm going to go Becky Lynch by pin. DJ. Over who? Huh? Who's she pinning? Becky's pinning Bianca. Okay. DJ, did you see the paper when I held it up? I couldn't read what was on it. Green up in Houston. Green out in Houston? I mean, that would suck if you, you know, you split in Houston to get home field and then you lose two out of three on your home field. Dude, that would be embarrassing. Just don't even play a game six. Just don't. Just just stay in Boston and, and forfeit. <sighs> well, at least you guys don't suck and kept the whole entire managerial and general manager staff. Uh, anyways, on to the last match that we're going to predict, and it's the Universal Championship. The Roman Reigns Defenses Championship with Brock against Brock Lesnar. Um, Little Nug, you're first. Hmm. Whenever these two go against each other and it's for a title, it's like what a What's what's gonna happen? What are we gonna do here? <laughs> um, I uh, Roman by pin. Okay, Mister Twenty Four Seven. I have not the slightest clue for this. I mean. I feel like they can't. Either of them can't lose. Maybe this is when Paul Heyman does some stuff, and maybe someone loses by DQ, or maybe no one wins. Um, uh, 
I feel like if I go no decision, kind of screwing myself. I'm going to go, you know what, screw it, I'm going no decision. Okay, wow. All right, and Tony Black. I'm going with Brock Lesnar pinning Roman. All right, trivia. Brock has caused so many problems since he came back with this, with this Paul Heyman thing. And do I want to see him and Paul Heyman get back together? Yeah, because they they were good together. And, you know, Paul Heyman was was good on the mic and still is, as a matter of fact, when it came to them two. Um, but I'm kind of leaning towards the same way DJ was going because. They're going to have a series of matches with these two. And I don't think having Brock come back on his first match back, when he really wasn't supposed to be back this early, they only brought him back to combat the CM Punk thing on uh, AEW. So I'm going to go no decision as well. Okay. I'm changing my prediction. Okay. Brock by submission. Brock by submission? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so I am last on this one. Um... So, one thing I, I want to, what, what's really basing, and, and actually confirmed what I was going to predict for this match, um, really now are two things. One is for Lesnar to win and take the title would be the worst thing WWE could do right now. Because the title won't get defended again until maybe Royal Rumble, possibly WrestleMania. Because Brock Lesnar's contract states that he wrestles in 8 to 12 matches a year. So he ain't going to be showing up Friday nights on SmackDown. And what damage did this do to the product before? And then secondly... The bigger clue is who's on the effing pre-show. The Usos. There's no way he does. they don't get involved. So my little thing is here is do I make this my unadvertised surprise and say that Paul Heyman, when he told Roman Reigns that the contract is everything he wanted that maybe Roman Reigns wanted a no-disqualification match, so that's written in there somewhere, which allows the Usos to get involved, so it's a three-on-one in essentially doing that? Or is it really a straight-up match, and do the Usos get involved, causing Lesnar to win by disqualification? That's what I'm going with. Lesnar by DQ. I like that. Alright, now on to the first match prediction. And Mr. 24-7, you are first. Um, I feel like because they didn't put it, you know, it's not going to be on the priest or anything like that. They're in Saudi. So I'll go Manthor versus Ali. Alright, Tony Black. I'm going raw tag titles. Trivia. Let's start the show off with a men's king of the ring final. 
What is going on with this stupid thing? Alright. Um. King of the Ring. Final. Um. I. I now I want to agree with. My one and two were Mansoor and Ali or King of the Ring final. And I don't like to do the same as other people. So I'm going to say, I mean, I know it's only 7 o'clock out there when they're doing the show because they're seven hours ahead. But I think Goldberg wants to go to bed early. So I'm going Goldberg Lashley. You know, that old guy's got to... Go to sleep early. Um, and little little nug. I'm gonna go with Mansoor versus Ali's first match. Okay. Get that out of the way. <laughs> Alright, on to the next prediction. Which is our unadvertised surprise. Tony Black, you're first. I'm going with Kofi turning on Xavier Woods. Really? All right. Trev, is that your official unadvertised surprise? Yes, that was my unadvertised surprise. Kofi... Turning on Xavier Woods, costing him the King of the Ring match. Okay. Um, and I've already mentioned um, a couple. Um, the Hurt Business getting involved in the Goldberg-Lashley match. The Usos getting involved um, in the Lesnar-Reigns match. But I'm going to go, you know... I may dominate for the rest of the time, but this is just one of those out of left field that you're not going to expect. But the reason why Xavier Woods wins by pin is because everybody's newest favorite character is going to attack. Uh oh, Joe's internet went out. Uh oh. Wait a few more seconds, see if he comes back. All right. Well, eh, he's gone. Maybe he'll be back. Um, Happy Corbin travels to Saudi Arabia to attack Finn Balor. There he is. So, so Joe, I'll repeat what I was saying. Happy Corbin attacks Finn Balor, causing Finn Balor to be hurt when he wrestles Xavier Woods. Okay. Or the match. That's interesting. But Greg, is that an attack on Finn Balor before the match? Well, if it's during a match, then Xavier Woods would win by disqualification. But my prediction, it's not one of those super specific ones. You didn't say how Kofi cost Xavier Woods the match. Did you? By turning on him. But how? Yeah, true. So, Happy Corbin attacks Finn Balor. Okay. It won't be after the match. <laughs> All right, little nug. My unadvertised surprise is Shanna distracts Dewdrop. All right, and Mr. Twenty Four Seven. All right. I'm actually going to go with Dave. The unadvertised surprise is Mrs. 24-7, Lake Drops DJ. <laughs> I'm going to go Gage. That's his name, Goldberg's son's name. Gage, yes. Right? Yep. Gage, Gage will get involved in that match. 
in the Goldberg Sebastian match. All right. And lastly is our time bonus. Um, trivia. What's your match and what's the time? My match for the time bonus will be the women's triple threat match. At 18 minutes and 21 seconds. Okay. I'm going to go with the crowns, um, the queen's crown final. And because they've only been getting around three minutes for every match in this tournament, I'm going three minutes flat. Actually, I'm going to go three minutes and 30 seconds. Give myself a little buffer. Little Mug. My pick is for the Hell in a Cell match at 22 minutes and 40 seconds. Well, I'll tell you, if those two go 22 minutes at a Hell in a Cell, they may both be taken out on stretchers. <laughs> as long as it's not like Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt where the, the refs stopped it. Uh, All right. That would be terrible. Mr. 24-7. Um, I also have Hell in a Cell match. It's funny because it's got the same, the same four numbers I have going here, but I'm going 24-20. <laughs> okay. I'm noticing a theme with the 420 going on here. And Tony Black, the man that came within... Within 30 seconds on the last prediction show, and that's what put him into second, just five points behind DJ. What do you got this time? I'm going with Selena and Dewdrop. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up you, Greg. I'm going for about the same time as I did, about 7.42. Okay. All right, and those are the predictions. Um, for the crown jewel. So, Tony, question for you. Is your son, like, in the school band, or does he just have a trumpet just to screw around with? No, he's in school. He's in the Edison school band. All right, he's got a lot of practice to do, man. A lot of practice. <laughs> no, no, no. My oldest is in the Lincoln band, but he's on the he's playing drums. He's on the drum line. Oh, yeah. So they use a little drum pad, so you don't have to be totally annoyed. But I, I'd be sending him down. I'd be sending him down to mom and dad to show him how good he could play. <laughs> well, I, I wanted him to play drums, but he switched the trumpet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Greg. I said, you know, with everything that was going on with. Uh, with this pay-per-view and work, I originally have Fridays off from work and I was going to catch the show on the replay, but because something happened at work, I now have to work tomorrow, 8 to 12, so I'll end up, so I'll end up missing the first 90 minutes of the show, so... Well, wait a minute, well, hold on, time out. You have the Peacock Network, network right? Yeah. And you have a cell phone. Right? Yeah. So you yeah. could watch it from 12.05. You bring your headphones. Oh, Why? Yeah. I can watch it on the way home. Exactly. So you'll miss the first five minutes, which is just advertisements, basically. Yeah, basically. I do have no, no spoilers for me because i got to work all day tomorrow. Yeah, I've, I've got a doctor's appointment. I, I'm Here I do. I sit around here and do absolutely nothing. And I'm like, oh, I'm bored during the day. Nothing to watch, nothing to watch. I'm like, oh, a Thursday, 12 o'clock pay-per-view. I leave for my doctor's appointment at 12.35. By the time I get back, it's going to be about 3 o'clock. So I'll miss a majority of it. What's wrong, Mike? 
What's wrong? DJ, we're done. Six nothing, Houston. Oh darn! Shit! I don't Yay. get F- I don't get FS1 here, so I can't enjoy this. But, uh, yeah. So which um, which matches are you guys matches or match are you guys looking forward to the most on this show? Hell in the cell. DJ. I mean, I always love to see Randy Orton, and and especially now he's with Riddle. They're funny. I'm definitely looking forward for that one. Definitely the Hell in the Cell. I mean. I really want to see the Brock and Roman, but, you know, I don't know if it, you know, it has an ending or how it's going to go. So I feel like this won't be the one that will be the best one that they do. You know what I mean? So, maybe Arkham. Little Nug, what about you? Um, I got about three, maybe four matches, but... I'm really looking forward to the King of the Ring finals in the Hell in a Cell match. All right. It's going to be easier for me to tell you which match or matches that I'm not looking forward to. Um, And that's the Queen's Crown match. Um, I mean, honestly, that's the only match that I really don't care about. Um, I, I mean, I could get into, I mean, I think if Mansoor and Ali are given the right amount of time and with it being in Saudi Arabia, they could put on a great match and same thing with pretty much every other match we have here, but the match that I'm looking forward to the most, just because of the show that was put on on Friday and the show that was put on on Monday is the women's triple threat match. Okay. There's two for me. One is the women's triple threat. And the other one I'm looking forward to is I'm dying to see how much ring rust does Brock Lesnar have. I like the way he comes to the ring now with the cutoff shirt, the shitty looking boots like Greg said on the show, the blue jeans. Um, He's not going to wrestle in that, though. No, but the guy said he's got that Viking look. With the beard and the ponytail in the back. But I'd have to say the one match I'm going to look forward to out of those two the most is Lesnar and Roman Reigns. But yeah, what are you, I mean, what's your guys' thoughts on this uh, Queen's Crown? I mean, I can't, of all people to have in the finals, Zelina Vega against Dewdrop. I would have bet dollars to donuts it would have been Dana Baszler. Yeah. Well, yeah. To me, it makes no sense. None of it makes sense. Even the King of the Ring over for the past few years, I feel like it's just a joke. I mean, if you look back when they were doing King of the Ring, look at all yep. the, the winners that they had, starting, you know, yep. all the way back to like, I don't know. Whoever was winning it, it was always yeah. a big name. It was always a big guy. Yep. Bret Hart. For their career. Yep. Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, the birth of, you know, Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass, was born when he won the King of the Ring tournament. I exactly. mean. So, the fact that they brought it back and just treated it like this, to me, is a smack all their faces. But. I, to me, it's a joke, and I can really care less about that Queen's one. I mean, I feel like if they're going to bring that and make it a thing, don't you think the Queen probably should have won it, the first one? But or she's a champion. That's the only thing. Is Well, is, well they, yeah. they could have made sure she wasn't, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, yeah. I mean, or someone in her caliber, I feel like, yeah. this first one. Because, like you said, this is going to go down in the WWE books here. Yeah, history. What? Yeah. Now, do you We're guys think that douche drop? You know, like uh, <laughs> yes, I don't know. Douche drop. Yes. Now, do you guys think that the um, work business and the Usos are main show worthy and switch that with Dewdrop and put her on the pre-show? Or 
if it wasn't a Queen's Crown final, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? But with it being the finals of the of this shitty tournament, yeah, you can't put that on the pre-show. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Liv Morgan get to the final. That's what I originally, yeah. when I saw the original brackets, I thought Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler were in the finals. And that would have been worth it, worthy, you know, worthy of, of a Queen's final, in my opinion. No yeah. matter who, you know. Um, and the thing that got me wasn't, at one point, wasn't Zelina Vega all but out of the WWE at one point? She was. She was out. They fired her. They, let her they go. released her. And then they brought her back like a month or even less before they let um, Alistair Black, Tommy in, Malachi Black... Mr. Red and Blue, you know, go. Yep. I don't know. Tony, what's your take on that? On that Queen's Crown? Garbage. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah the, the problem is, is, we, I mean, I've talked about the two big matches they had. Um... You take those four, you take Oscar, you take Bailey. I mean, that's your upper echelon of the women's division. But obviously, Bailey and Oscar are still injured. You've got the other four involved in title feuds. What else is be- below there? They don't have a big enough women's roster that they've elevated to fill that second level of wrestlers. And then when they kind of sort of start to have them, they screw them over. Yep. Um, is uh, is Eva Marie and Dewdrop still a little going against each other type of thing? I think that was quote unquote officially ended that one time that they actually did have a match, um, and then Eva Marie got her wrist stomped on by Shayna Baszler. Mm. So she's technically inactive. Gotcha. What is it, seven nothing? For some of you that don't know, um, Top Rope Report would like to send out best wishes to WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who's hospitalized. He had emergency surgery today, um, as reported by Ted DiBiase. Um, nobody knows what the extent of the surgery was, but TV obviously said it was emergency type surgery. So, um, thoughts and prayers go out to Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan for a speedy recovery. Yes. Um, yeah, so, I mean, this is, what, like the fourth or fifth Saudi Arabia show now? Sixth. I think. Sixth. They have four more, I believe, huh? Didn't they do a 10-year deal? Well, a five-year deal, 10 shows, two a year for five years. Okay. So they're already behind because of COVID. They're two shows behind where they should be. This should be their eighth show. I want to talk to you guys about... WWE is getting rid of the TLC pay-per-view this year. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, I exactly. Guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see what this day one is going to be all about. It's just going to be a pay per view that's on January 1st. Just like any other normal pay per view. It's not going to be anything big. It'll have good matches, it'll have crappy matches. Oh. Come on. WWE have crappy matches on pay per view? Nah. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have the Zelina Vega Dewdrop um, rematch. Main event yeah. that show. Falls count anywhere. Yeah. And then Dewdrop will beat her over the donut stand. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, Dewdrop is actually pretty damn good, but I feel like they've ruined her by calling yes. her friggin' Deuce Drop. Yep. And bringing her in with Eva Marie, and she just. Just ruined her right from the start. I mean, yep. if you go back and watch the uh, whatever tournament that was that she was in, they had 
The May Young Classic. The May Young Classic. Go back. The May Young Classic. Yeah. That girl can move, man. Yeah. See the original. The original thought that I had read. What? That was NXT UK, right? No, the May Young Classic was here in the United States. That's when she was Piper Niven. Piper Niven, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the original thing that I read was Eva Maria was going to be paired with somebody, and she was going to be like her voice, kind of like a Paul Heyman to somebody that was a beast that was going to come into the women's division and just flatten people and roll over people and dominate people physically. So the two names that I read were Piper Vivian and Mercedes Martinez. But then Mercedes Martinez got hurt and they realized, well, she can't beat up anybody in NXT. We can't bring her up to the main roster. And then they just did this whole stupid evolution thing and, and never gave Dewdrop the opportunity to shine. Right, plus Mercedes Martinez is old as shit too, so. Yeah, she's 40 or 41. Mar- Mercedes Martinez? Yes. She's 46. No, she's not. We looked it up. I proved you wrong. She's 40 or 41. She's not 46. So... I think the whole idea about calling her a beast and bringing her in and doing something like that would have worked, would have been great. But how are you going to bring in this beast and call her Dewdrop? Right, like, right, right. You know what I mean? And make and her she walk around with Eva, you know, looking like... You definitely like don't want to roll it over yet, so... <laughs> but, I mean, I, I see your point. I mean, you know, make her a beast and, you know... Why don't you just call her Kitten, Kitten McCovey or something if you're going to just call her Dewdrop? I mean, come on. Give her something that's going to strike fear into her opponents. Mercedes, like, Mercedes Martinez was born November 17, 1980. She is 40 now, will be 41 later this year. I know what I'm talking about. Well, she looks horrible for 40. You have been fact-checked. From 40... No fake, no fake news here. <laughs> they say but, no sports, uh, Kita. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, we we've got to wrap yeah, it up so, here shortly because I've I've got a I've got a shower scheduled for about ten fifteen you know in about ten minutes. So, um, right, guys, fi- no 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 final thoughts. Okay, Greg. Final thoughts on the pay-per-view from everybody. I'm not saying we have to go right to second. So, I'll go first. Um, Normally, the shows in Saudi Arabia, I don't care if I miss because most of them are gimmick things that don't pertain to any storylines. The only thing I don't like about it is they did the draft before Crown Jewel. I think it's something that they, and the tournaments, I think they should have been done after Crown Jewel. But I'm actually very, very interested in, I'll say eight out of the ten matches, not so much the Usos versus the Hurt Business, but I never watch the pre-show matches much anyways. Um... So uh, I'm on an I'm on an expect a expectation level for this to be a B to a B my B plus. Okay, Tony C plus. Okay, little nug. Yeah, I'd probably go with the C plus to maybe a B minus. Alrighty, DJ. See, now, being that it's a Saudi Arabia show, a C plus kind of sounds in the in the right, you know, kind of kind of right. But being that I feel like the card for this one is way better than any card they had in any of the other ones, um, just by you know names and who's going against each other, kind of gimmick match and all that. So I feel like it probably will end up being the best crown jewel that they've probably had yet. Um, I hope it's 
you know, B, B, B plus, but being it's crown jewel, it could end up being C, you know, C somewhere around there. Right. Yep. The one, the one thing I like about the crown jewel pay-per-views that they have is the crowd is really into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the crowd is really loud and they have a good crowd. They have a sellout all the time. Um, I think that there could possibly be three A matches on this on this card. Um, you know, Becky, the women's triple threat match, the Edge, Seth Rollins match, and Lesnar Roman Reigns. They could possibly be A matches. Um, but like I said, you know, the crowd always dictates the match. I'm looking forward to nine out of the ten matches. You know, if a dude drop match, that'll be my bathroom match or my cigarette match. Um, well, hey, if that if that's yeah. the first match, then you're golden because you don't care. Yeah. You can enjoy you can enjoy your. And they play it up real good. You can enjoy the bus ride from Coles to Dunkin' Donuts because that'll be as long as the match will be. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think this might this might be a A minus to a B. So pretty well could definitely. Yep. Well, all right, guys. I want to thank you all for joining us on the prediction show. Good luck to everybody on their picks. Bad luck to everybody. The little nugster, T Black, and DJ, and Mrs. Twenty Four Seven. This is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report, saying we'll all catch us next week. Later, guys. Good luck. See you later. See ya.